Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what they're talking about in the news today. I'm Jack, and as always, I am joined with the fabulous Jennifer. Hey, everybody. But before we get started, make sure you like and subscribe down below. Ring the bell and comment. Let us know if you love us or if you hate us. And don't forget to check out all of our social media, which is down below. But let's see what we're talking about today. So today, um, I'm very proud because I found the articles. And so, it's a very interesting article. It is a very interesting article. So it's not interesting for the to me for the reason that it might be to everyone else. Because I am hopeful that this is going to pave the way for other types of businesses but we will get into that so today we are talking about california mm. and a california ballot measure that classifies uber and lyft drivers as independent contractors has been ruled unconstitutional now remind me if i'm wrong Probably they ruled are. in the 2020 election or, or voters voted against proposition 22 or they voted for proposition 22 so they hold please let me pull up my information so they voted for the california proposition 22 mm -hmm. which was the app-based drivers as contractors and labor policies initiative a yes vote supported the ballot initiative to define app-based transportation rideshare and delivery drivers as independent contractors and adopt labor and wage policies specific to app-based drivers and companies and it was voted in but now we're going back and we're saying actually no it's unconstitutional based on a former law that was put into place in california oh i see so so they already had something on the books and so proposition 22 no longer holds up so that would have been the california assembly bill 5 of 2019 um and it basically defines what an independent contractor would be in California mm -hmm. and has kind of a, a test or like rule of an ABC test is what they call it. So it's, mm -hmm. it's pretty handy. And that's kind of a shame because I think at least Uber and Lyft and those rideshare apps, including the people who were working for them, really did not want to be classified as anything other than independent contractors. And see, to me, I'm torn on it because, like, on the one hand, I feel like you would want to be an employee. Mm -hmm. But then I also see, like, it's going to be a nightmare of an implementation for the companies and probably thusly a nightmare for the employees mm -hmm. because they're either going to have to change the requirements so much to meet the guidelines of being an employee <clears throat> that no one's going to want to do it because it's not just this like freelance do it whenever you want or i don't know what the or is but like <laughs> or they're gonna like go under because they're gonna be like we can't meet these requirements or at least under in california maybe right because what we were talking about earlier before this was that you know uber and lyft their entire business is bent on not having to classify as employees and having to pay for things like benefits or a minimum wage or health insurance or things like that. This would be an extra expense for them. And also for the drivers, 
this might just be a not even a second job. It might mm -hmm. just be something that they do to earn some extra cash. And what does it mean to be an employee? Does that mean that the drivers then have to work a regular eight-hour shift, which wouldn't be feasible for someone who only wants to do it part-time or... However, I wonder now that you mentioned that, is that a way they could get around this? Like, does California, because I know like part-time versus full-time employees. So like, if you only want to do it, like they're still going to have to track how many hours they're doing it. But, mm -hmm. you know, part-time employees don't get benefits. They don't get like time off, things like that. Mm -hmm. So maybe they can kind of like sneak it under that way like okay 36 they have to do but it i get what you're saying be. but like then on the other hand i feel like being an independent contractor for the people working like is such a hassle because it's different tax forms it's different like your taxes get taken out weirdly mm -hmm. i would not be good about planning for that because i know how i am and i know that's probably how a lot of people are so i just <laughs> It makes sense from both sides, and it sounds terrible on both sides. So that's where I'm at. So what's the article talking about from the Wall Street Journal? So the article from the Wall Street Journal is basically a California judge said the November ballot measure that allowed Uber Technologies, Lyft Inc., and DoorDash Inc. to continue treating their drivers as independent contractors is unenforceable and unconstitutional. The and that's according to the California, California Constitution. Yes, California Constitution, and I don't think it was the California Supreme Court. I mm -hmm. think it was just a California judge. Um, companies which spent more than $200 million, which... I mean, maybe just buy health insurance then if you're going to spend $200 million anyway. That's true. Um, to pass Proposition 22 in November said they would appeal the ruling, which I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, go do that. Cool. Um, the companies don't need to immediately change their way of doing business. So, again, that's good. They don't have to, like, start implementing these things. Um, but Friday's ruling adds a wrinkle in their efforts to preserve their independent worker models and serves as a setback in their year-long fight, years-long fight against California law at the heart of the ruling. Uber and other companies are in a global tug of war with regulators over whether and how to grant more benefits like paid sick leave and health insurance to workers in the so-called gig economy, where apps distribute individual tasks to a pool of people who are generally regarded as independent contractors. Like, I'm sorry, again, like, you know, when you sign up for Uber, mm -hmm. when you sign up for like DoorDash or Amazon Flex, whatever, like, you know, it's a side hustle, essentially. Right. right. So, like, that's the so don't expect to benefit of it. Like, that is the benefit. Like, you mm -hmm. can do it on top of another job. So, I just don't, I'm so torn on this one. I get the, the emotional sentiment is that, well, how could you possibly want someone to forego health insurance or whatever type of insurance that they would receive? But like you said, it is a gig job, but it's not meant to be a full-time job. I mean, I guess it can be. There are some people who do it full-time. Like, but for me, what about like kids who mow the lawn? That's a, that's a gig job. Should yeah. they also be entitled to benefits? Yeah. But I guess that would be an argument towards, yes, we should provide benefits. That could be like Medicare for all or something like that. Well, and I mean, we do have, you know, better access to purchase private insurance mm -hmm. now. I feel like that's 
I mean, it's obviously had its ups and downs and its setbacks, but overall, I feel like it's way cheaper than it used to be. So you still always have that option as well. But if the downside is potentially Uber and Lyft pulling out of California completely because I mean, it's no longer profitable. That would be detrimental and to their all of economies. These, right. And if all of these people lose their jobs in California, that would be detrimental to those people as well. Yeah. So 100%. is it better to have the benefits or is it better to be able to actually have the job? And I feel like we're going to see that. I feel like we're going to see that argued in the appeal. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're going to have to, I mean, because it's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, everybody needs benefits. They do. Like I said, I'm so torn on this one. Like, they do need benefits. I think it would be easier on them to be classified as employees. But also, if you're either going to lose people driving for Uber or mm -hmm. lose the companies in the area or just have to rework their model in such a way that it's not feasible, mm -hmm. it's just not – you can yell about it all day long, but it's not going to help anything. It's like when people talk about, like, increasing the minimum wage. But if that means that you have to cut hours and you have to cut jobs in order for that business to make it through – paying people more is it better to be paid less but to keep your job or to be paid more and have more people lay off or lose shift hours yeah we know that's another one i'm torn on too so uh so the article goes on to say superior court judge frank roche said in friday's ruling that proposition 22 limits the state legislature's authority and its ability to pass future legislation which is unconstitutional we believe the judge made a serious error by ignoring a century's worth of case law requiring the courts to guard the voters' right of initiative. Yeah, and you do also have, like, the voters voted for it. Mm -hmm. It's not like this was just, oh, decided by, like, Congress or something. That is true. So, I mean, sure, it might be unconstitutional, but if everyone did vote for it, So that maybe would now be... we should just go in and change the Constitution. Well, I almost feel like if that's what the voters decided, because the government and the way it operates is just a collective of people agreeing with the way that it should be run. Yeah. And if all of these people say that this is the way it should be, that feel that to me seems as if the people have spoken and that's the way it should be. But then I also think about like myself voting and mm -hmm. I've gotten better about it in recent years, but like I would either just not vote on those things like amendments or, you know, propositions and things like that again i've gotten way better about being informed mm -hmm. but i would either just like not check anything or just do no so like i want to know how i would like to see polls of people who who agree with it and why or like poll the uber drivers mm -hmm. like ask them i see what you mean okay so rather than did they just market when you're accident yeah or... if you're just voting and you're like um eh, okay yeah that sounds sure that sounds good because like i i don't think what we read on ballotpedia um about what a yes vote meant like that's not the way it was worded i don't know how it was worded on the ballot they do word those they confusingly on so the ballot. weirdly and mm -hmm. like something that's a no kind of sounds like it's a yes and it's just weird so but i would imagine a high proportion of those people did know what proposition 22 was i mean they campaign for these all all the Maybe. time they say vote yes on this or vote no on on proposition hopefully whatever. i mean i hope we had well-informed voters mm -hmm. but 
But if it turns out to be the case that a majority of people did intentionally vote yes. Maybe we just do another like voting on it. Like But if a majority of people did intentionally vote yes, I would say that should be the way it is. One hundred percent. Regardless of what a prior law is. Yeah. Because I think No, I agree with you there. In my mind it almost seems like I maybe government overreach because it, it really did seem like the state of California did not want them to be contract workers and it seemed to be california versus the contract workers almost mm -hmm. now i know some of the uber drivers and lyft drivers and contract workers did not want to vote on proposition 22 yeah but overwhelmingly it seemed like something that was constantly coming from the california government and now you have the the supreme court of california that's who it was no it was a uh superior court judge i don't Appealing think it was it. he was the one who struck it down mm -hmm. i believe and then actually now i'm confused it just seems like they're doing everything within their power to not allow this to go through yeah to me anyway i mean and then my question would be why like, mm -hmm. is it really for employee pro and gig worker protection? Or, or... do they want to raise tax revenue, maybe? Maybe. So Because they do, well, they have the highest taxes in California, but they still seem to be struggling. But... Anyway, Friday's ruling came after, oh, this actually kind of answers our question. Friday's ruling came after a group of rideshare drivers and labor unions challenged the constitutionality of the ballot measure in February. Oh. So that is actual rideshare drivers mm -hmm. saying mm -hmm. it's unconstitutional to keep us as, again, because the tax forms, the tax forms are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So, and like I was saying, and this may 100% have absolutely nothing to do with this, but that's how I like to live my life. Maybe, though, maybe it's split between different types of rideshare servicers or rideshare contractors. So maybe the ones who oppose Proposition 22 are the Uber and Lyft drivers who do it 24-7 yeah. or who work full-time doing it, whereas people who are for Proposition 22 are using it more as gig work. And that's why I'm thinking now that that's how they're going to have to – that's how they're going to have to get around this. If it's mm -hmm. upheld in the appeal – Mm -hmm. that it's unconstitutional they're gonna have to work it as a full-time versus part-time thing right because if you're at any company and you work part-time you, you don't, don't get, get benefits. benefits you don't get leave you don't get you know pdo things like that so i mean yeah you can work up to 36 hours as an uber driver mm -hmm. and then and and continue with that i think that's reasonable i think that's reasonable because and then, it would accommodate both parties but then people who are working at like a 40 hour a week or more job mm -hmm. would be eligible for benefits and and things like that so i think that's going to have to be the way they work it so i would hope they wouldn't have the power to then prevent people from working eight hours and then they could make sure that people remain part-time but again, yeah, it's like their start right. cutting off, right? Start cutting off like people when you pull up the app, like no rides available. Mm -hmm. Whereas somebody over here who's only worked twenty hours is picking up all these rides, right? That I feel like right. they would that's do where you that get into too. That area of you know they're going to start cutting people's hours, maybe. Yeah, yeah, they're one hundred percent going to start doing that. Their their app is then going to start cutting people off. I guess the silver lining is that everyone 
in the other 49 states has nothing to worry about. No, continue pulling up, getting your Uber and doing things like that. So again, I'm also interested in seeing how this will affect other types of companies. Mm-hmm. So Right, because I mentioned journalists. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are contract workers. Actually, I did just read over here on the ABC test. Mm-hmm. There are exemptions. Explain the ABC test. The ABC test is um, the kind of litmus test. Is that what it's called? Like to see if you're a contract employee or not. Um, and that comes from the California Assembly Bill 5 in 2019. And the A is... Well, you have to have all three. If you meet mm-hmm. all three of these qualifications, you are considered a contract employee. A, B, and C. A, B, and C. You can't just meet one. You don't have to. You can't just meet two. You have to meet all three. It's like the uh, what the the Jackson Five song. Yeah. A, B, C. Easy. Okay. You don't want to hear me sing. So, the person is free from the control and direction of the hiring entity in connection with the performance of the work, both under the contract for the performance of the work and, in fact which I believe when we were talking about it the other day, mm. we thought, okay, passes A. Mm-hmm. B. Right, because they're not telling any of they're their not drivers telling any... who or where who to pick up or where to drive. Or how or... often you have to pick up right. or whatever. The person performs work that is outside the usual course of the hiring entity's business. So that's where Uber kind of fails because... Mm-hmm. They are a rideshare company. They need people to provide these rides. That is what they do. That is what the person is doing. Boom, employee. Now, my argument to that was, because I always like to argue everything, Uh well, maybe maybe Uber's main business is the upkeep of their application. And it just so happens that people are using their application, right? Because I mentioned PayPal. PayPal's entire business is, you know, upkeep of their application that allows people to transfer money. And if I own a small business and I use PayPal to allow for that transaction to take place, I am not an employee of of PayPal, even though I am using their service and promoting their business, their usual business operation. And my argument to you was, you know, that's not what they do. And you're being silly. Well, it wasn't a great argument. But what's uh, what's so C is the person is customarily engaged in an independently established trade, occupation or business of the same nature as that involved in the work performed. So I would say that's for things like consulting or like if you hire a consultant, they would be like an independent contractor Mm -hmm. instead of an employee because they perform the same types of duties that all that kind of contradicts B, doesn't it? But, um, but they're in the same like business, but they're not, yeah, that kind of contradicts itself, but okay, California. Um, but then there are some exemptions. Um, because you mentioned like nurses, right? This was your nurse example. Mm -hmm. So you have nurses who do typical nursing things. And if you contract out someone who also does nursing. They're not independent contractors. Right. So they would be contract employees, Mm -hmm. but not an independent contractor. Because they're performing the same services as a regular employee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I suppose for the, the consultant 
example, they're not performing the work. Mm -hmm. They're just in the same type of work. They're the job that they're performing is telling you, hey, you can do this better. In so. that case, the Uber drivers could be contractors for that one because none of them are employees in the first place. That's the test that we're doing. Right. So I think it all comes down to what is the usual course of Uber's business? Mm -hmm. What is it? You need to define that Uber mm -hmm. and get yourself out of this. Well, how about this? If Uber were to shut down their app, would the drivers be able to perform their duty for Uber? No. So I, th I, I think... You're banging on this. I think that... Management. The main role of the management and the employees that work in the offices, I think their main normal operation is the upkeep of the application mm -hmm. that allows people to take advantage of their services. Start start redefining Uber if you want to. I'm just trying this. here because I, I do support Proposition uh, 22. I'm still stuck. I'm still in between because, like, on the other hand, I kind of feel like, okay, yeah, do the the part time versus full time thing. Let that be your your out. Right. I don't think my argument would hold any water, and oh, I, I, think I would it could. agree a, a good compromise would be the part time and the full time. Yeah. So. Anyway, um, to your exemption because you were concerned about the the construction workers, right? Is it being contracted employees or contract individual contractors? I don't recall, but you had a big you were really supportive of denying Proposition 22 because of pyramid screams, I believe. I won't go into that like in full, but I have been watching a lot of anti-MLM videos recently. MLM is... Multi-level marketing or okay. like, I guess I can say I'm like the LuLaRoe or the It Works Shakes, things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you watch some of those anti-MLM videos, you're like, this is disgusting. And so all of those people are contractors. They would be considered independent contractors. Mm -hmm. So my hope is that they fail this like litmus test. Mm -hmm. And then these businesses, like it works on all these people. Although it would only be, I guess, if they're based out of California, but mm -hmm. I think a fair amount of them are. They would have to consider them employees and then shut that crap down. You heard it, heard it here fo uh, first, folks. Uh, Jennifer is anti-jobs. I'm not anti-jobs. I am anti... <laughs> she wants you to lose your job. I am anti-promising people unrealistic things. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. But I am, again, on the actual Proposition 22 in the case mm -hmm. of like Uber drivers, I'm torn. I'm going to stick with that. Mm -hmm. I think it comes down to how long you're driving for Uber on a daily basis because yeah. it would screw over the, the people that are just doing a couple hours a day. But also I don't want them to then turn around and be like, oh, hey, yeah, cut you off because you're almost a, an employee and then screw people who are making this a viable mm -hmm. career because they're, I mean, they're the ones keeping us afloat. Like right. if you need a ride to the airport at 2 p.m., mm -hmm. you're not waiting for for the guy who's getting off of his nine to five to come out at eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. You need the guy who's sitting there waiting for it at 2 p.m. It almost seems like this whole thing is just throwing a wrench into a system that was working, working very well. So, but then again, it seems like some of them were not happy being independent contractors, mm -hmm. so. Now do Uber drivers get 
car insurance through Uber or Lyft or? I believe you can purchase additional insurance. Like you have to show proof of your own insurance, mm -hmm. but I believe you can then purchase additional insurance through them, like well, full coverage. Well, that doesn't sound so bad. They have a benefit there. Maybe it should just be optional. Maybe it should like just be oh. like that, like 100% optional. Do you want to contribute a portion of this into a health insurance? I like think, a health savings fund, maybe. I think the problem, though, there is if you're a company, the reason why you want people to take your benefit is because you get a you get a good discount. For That's it. true. So the more people you have Most on it. Most of them aren't using it, so. I've never used my benefits, really. But we'll see. Yeah, this is a hard one. This this one, to me, does not have a clear, yes, this is right, no, this is this is right. So. Oh, I wonder though, does this set precedent precedent for I know, right? Does it set precedent for the other forty nine states? Or because I don't think most of the other states are looking at California going, Yeah, that that's what we want to do. No right. offense, California. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I know Florida isn't, so it doesn't change our way of life. Uber school. But what I mean is it might set if there's someone there is someone who wants those policies, does this set precedent for the other forty nine states? But I guess that depends on what is in the state constitutions of the other states as well. Yeah. We'd have to look into that. We would. So. But let us know in the comments down below what are your thoughts on Proposition twenty two? Are you for it? Are you against it? Or do you think that there's a middle ground in all of this? Yeah. So Make sure to like, subscribe, click the bell if you want to see every time we post. Share Comment us. Comment down below. Comment down below. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, and follow all of our social media. And we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, guys.